Hump day. Hump day. We were just laughing about that commercial, ladies and gentlemen. And we're like, well, we'll show it at the top. We're not sponsored by Dick Geico, but, you know, use Geico just because they're awesome for that commercial. Mike, 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 Mike. Hump day. So we're laughing because it is hump day. It is hump day. I know everyone's internal clock is off because the holidays, but it is a Wednesday. Welcome to Punchlines. I am Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. And uh, this show, we like to entertain and inform you, and we hope to score with our jokes and stats with the success of the Grambling State Tigers women's basketball team last night, who won a squeaker 159-18. to Ryan, is this fair that they even allowed this game to continue? I mean, you got to play 40 minutes, right? You got to play 40 minutes, man. And, uh, yeah, Grambling's women's basketball team, they uh, ushered in the new year with a performance that had never been seen before. Um, they're the Lady Tigers. Now, the team they defeated is College of Biblical Studies. <laughs> so they brought the wrath onto those poor girls. Um, and here's what makes me mad. I had Grambling State minus 142. <laughs> so I lost by a point. I'm watching the game. Damn. Uh, anyway, 159-18, is, is there something wrong there? How do you feel? How do you feel if you're one of the the women on the College of Biblical Studies. You know, why don't we ask Anne, our director, who now has a microphone, ladies and gentlemen, 2024, Santa brought her a microphone. How would you feel if you were on that team, Anne? I've been on that team. You've been, awesome. on, that I've team. been on that team. <laughs> I've lived that life. I have been College of Biblical <laughs> Studies. Because when I saw the score, I saw Grambling State beat call, uh, CBS. I'm like, oh, CBS, is it like a team of CBS All-Stars? Is a cast of uh, NCIS playing Grambling State and some sort of charity function now. It's College of Biblical Studies. Hopefully they win their next game. We have to follow them. We have to follow the College of Biblical Studies to see if they win their next game. And, you know, you're talking about women's basketball. There's only one name you really think of. Caitlin Clark, this girl for Iowa. I mean, I, Frank Mergy, who watches the show, I know he's there today. He's obsessed with her. He sends me clips every day about her. But yesterday, Caitlin Clark, they were playing Michigan State, so it's a Big Ten game. She had a block shot that was just nasty. Here's the block shot Caitlin Clark has. No, she's known for scoring. Watch the, the D here after too. the rebound. Get that out of here. Bam. I mean, look at waiting. Swap. Now, this girl who gets blocked, someday will tell her grandchildren. That's right. Caitlin Clark blocked me. Now, Caitlin Clark, here's my thing. I was talking to my buddy, Frank, who watches the show. If you're an NBA team, there's only two rounds of draft, right? And usually that second round late pick sucks. Draft Caitlin Clark. Hear me out. The publicity you would get. And not only is it publicity, maybe she can play at the next level. The girl can shoot. We know that. Okay, if you're the, if, okay, who's going to win the ABA championship this year? The Lakers. So why don't the Lakers use their last round, last pick of the draft on Caitlin Clark? Think of the, the deals. Think of the heat that that team would get. Did you have the ABA? What's that? You said the ABA. NBA. Well, I said it with an accent. ABA. <laughs> NBA. The anyway. ABA. The Lakers could win the ABA championship. The ABA, NBA. All right, let's say it's the, uh, who do you think is going to win the NBA championship? I mean, I like the Celtics to begin the year. But yeah. I don't know. It, seven game series for a reason. Okay, why wouldn't the Detroit Pistons draft her in the second round? Yeah. They need some gate. They need some help. Anyway. There's a WNBA uh, for a reason. Well, yeah, I know. Well, I know. <laughs> I know. And you're going to sound like that guy who said uh, a high school team could be, you know, the, the Aces or whatever. Um, that guy from the South. He said any high school boys team could, or was he talking football? No, he was talking about, it. all right, never mind. Caitlin Clark, you saw her block it, but what is she known for? Dropping back, throwing a dagger, and here she is last night logo with the three-pointer to the win from the logo. So look at that, tie game. Feed Caitlin from the logo. Bam. Yeah, and the noise that net made was like the loudest rip I've ever heard. There was controversy because the, the bug says zeros. So the TV clock, which we want to point out, the TV clock always isn't necessarily perfectly in sync with the game clock, right? Yeah. But you can see the thing they really go by is that red light around the backboard of the game of the uh, the hoop there, and she clearly got it off. Yep. But I mean, then she just turned. She's like, "What else?" That's how I am after a show here. I, you know, someone yells clear, and I go, well, "Come on, best show I, every day. The shows are great." Of course. Jerry's like, Anna, are you not going to laugh now because you have the microphone? Where are the loud laughs? <laughs> anyway, she poured in 40 against Michigan State. Caitlin Clark, not the last time she will be seen on Punchlines. On the show today, another person will not be their last time on the show. He is the sportsbook director of the Rampart Casino, our man, Dwayne Colucci. Colucci. 
you go. Colucci, that's got to be about five or six. I think that's maybe a six. He might be the yeah. leader in the clubhouse now with six appearances on the show. He'll talk NFL, NBA, NHL. He can talk about his Spockland buffet over at the Rampot. Um, and we are debuting a new game we're going to play with him uh, involved with uh, things that happen on this date in sports history. Should be fun. We devised it yesterday, came up with it. Ryan put together some nice stuff. And you guys can play along at home. That's what's nice. Yes. The ABA used uh, those multi. Yeah, they did use the multicolor balls, the ABA. Like you see those old Lucky Manuret. Like you see those old Dr. J clips and stuff. I love the multicolor ball. My first basketball was a secondhand basketball, and it was the multicolored one, which was cool when you shoot one of those because you saw the red, white, and blue, and you knew your rotation. Then I'd gooseneck it. <laughs> you guys don't think I'm a hoops player, do you? Because of my height. This is racist. This is sexist no, and racist. Heightist. That's what I meant to say. Uh, Jerry went like this. I said, he goes, I don't think that's the right word. Anyway, I can ball. I could get the bottom loop of a hoop when I jumped. Um, South Point and Rampart do have good books. And that's what we'll talk about. We'll talk to him about that. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And it's also January 3rd, 2023. It's National Drinking Straw Day. This is the first time I've drink out of, drank out of a straw in about 40 years. Does a, uh, a straw have one hole or two? Two. <laughs> or one continuous. Oh, I, man, you're getting philosophical. You're getting heavy on me here. Can't do this to me this early at noon. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, don't, I don't drink out of straws, man. Save the turtles. Coming from L.A., we had paper straws. Just I like the ice to hit my lips and my, you know. Huh? <laughs> By the way, you can't look tough. You can't look tough drinking a straw, can you? You can't be like, you know what? You say that again, I'm going to come over there. Especially not a... <laughs> A short bottle. Yeah. All right. It's grain alcohol, so it's tough. It's Everclear, baby. I was in a little bit there. Grey Goose, baby. <laughs> uh, it's episode 59, which is fantastic. 59 episodes. We thank everybody. We're at like 981 subscribers. The drive for 1,000 is happening. It's close. We're going to do it. Uh, thanks for sharing the show with everybody. When you guys put links to bits or some of the shorts that Jerry cuts together and you put it on your social media... It helps people uh, find the show and they subscribe. So keep doing that. We really appreciate it. Episode 59, I'm sure I'm going to see one of my favorite players of all time. Let's take a look at Ryan's collage today. We need collage music. Hump day. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to go right to Jack Ham. Jack Ham, number 59. Where is he? Oh, there he is at the top. Hall of Fame linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers, Jerry. Uh, he uh, was out of Penn State and wore the beard. And um, he's amazing. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame again this year. They did some weird thing, and I never really looked into what happened. If anyone knows out there, I remember seeing him talk about it. Sorry, Bob. I just <laughs> Bob Dell said he beat me in basketball. That I don't believe that, Bob. But okay, I do recall the basketball being the the beginning of Bond Vice. But anyway, that's an insight. Jack Ham. So who else do we have out there? London Fletcher. Okay, there he goes. Is that him in the Redskins uh, or yes. Commanders? That's no, technically red, it was a Redskins. Red London team. Fletcher, great player for the Redskins. I like the pose he's doing. That's cool. Uh, DeMarco. Oh, DeMarco Ryans, who is now the head coach. D'Amico, yeah. Yeah, D'Amico. Did I say DeMarco? Demi yeah. I call him DeMarco. It's a joke we have. <laughs> D'Amico Ryans, who's now the head coach of the surprising Texans, who I actually, I don't care if they win or lose. Who, do, who would you rather see win that AFC South? The Texans. The Texans, yeah. Because yeah. the Colts. Better story, yeah. Yeah, better story, C.J. Stroud. But, of course, we need Jacksonville to lose. But I saw that Trevor Lawrence and uh, Kirk both practiced. So I need – I'm talking about Pittsburgh's playoff chances. We need – Jacksonville to lose would help a lot. Yep. And then that's the Saturday game, Texans and, and Colts. So that's after the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game, which I think the line's still three and a half. Lamar Jackson's still being – not. Uh, we still don't know if he's playing or not, but he really shouldn't play. Carlos Carrasco. Wow. Is that him up there with the Astros, right? Mets. Mets. Oh, there's the Mets picture. Sorry, I didn't see it. My con – yeah, uh, played for the Indians slash Guardians. Um, isn't he like a cancer survivor or something? So he had some horrible injury that he came back from. Something amazing, but a decent pitcher. He was better in Cleveland. Then you got Jack Kim. Okay, now here's the, the daily hockey player I've never heard of. Roman. Roman Yossi? Roman Yossi. I don't know. Yossi. How are you going to say it? What? I should have let you finish. Josie. I said yeah. Roman Josie. Yeah, Roman Yossi. It's Yossi. Just like it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Chris really Andrews, good, are you watching at home? Giannis, I didn't, I didn't hard G it. Uh, so who does this guy play for? Roman. Uh, he's the capital for the captain 
for the Nashville Predators. That's a Predators outfit. Yeah, there you go. He, uh, outfit. <laughs> he was uh, with them when they got swept. By, by, the, by who? The Penguins. The Pen- Okay, thank you. I wasn't sure if you remember. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, that's Valdez. Yeah, yeah. The pitcher. Oh, yeah. I won a lot of money off that guy. The Astros is a good pitcher. Good left-hander. <laughs> Pitched a no-hitter last year, I believe. Yeah, and I, I actually, what? that's very rare that you can say you want to bet on a no-hitter, but I did that night. I'm like, well, you know, do you get any extra money for him pitching a no-hitter? You don't. That would be a good bet. I wish I wish a lot of school uh, sports, sports books would do that. You could bet like a no-hitter is going to be If a no-hitter would happen. Yeah, because like when the Pirates had their atrocious offense, I would bet against them for a no-hitter to happen. And last but not least, what an uh, what a what a stud this guy was in the NFL, Luke Keckley. Luke, Luke, uh, he retired abruptly, right? He yeah. was still in his prime. Why did he retire? Health, same thing. Andrew Luck. Yeah, just head done, concussion yeah, stuff. D- just done with playing in the league. Wanted to take time off. He's coaching now. Is he really in the NFL yeah. or in college? No. Or yeah, I think yeah, he, he, he was, was a, oh man, he was a hell of a player. That'll be a number. Carolina definitely retires. I mean, they're going to retire Cam Newton. They're going to retire that. I think they've retired Sam Mills already and Steve Smith, I think. Steve Smith, definitely. And then again, uh, so let me ask, the one that you put near the pound sign, is that like your favorite one of the day? Um, no, it more... The, the number sign. <laughs> is It's more um, the most pronounced number yeah. that you can actually tell what it is. Oh, I see. So so nice. Well, you do a nice job. How long does a collage take you to put together? Uh, it depends. Yeah. It take, takes a while to get the pictures and then... Put them in the right Do you spots. enjoy doing them? Yeah, I yeah. do too. I enjoy them a lot. I don't think we started doing them until like show maybe in the 30s. Uh, well, we did it for 24. We did it for 24? We oh, yeah. For, we did it for oh, 23. Oh, yeah. How do you remember that we did it for 24? Uh, well, we did it for 23 too. <laughs> we did it for Jordan. That might have been the first one. Uh, yeah. I think it was I, show 23. Yeah. Then show 24, we had Barry Bonds in there, maybe Willie Mays. And what I, I never, rel- I, I didn't notice at the time, you put a picture of yourself in there, number 24. <laughs> I, there's two pictures of me. There's two pictures of yeah. you as 24. Do we have that anywhere that we can pull up later? Uh, I have it, yeah. All right, maybe not today, maybe, maybe tomorrow. But I didn't notice it, uh, that he tried, he snuck in pictures of himself. Why didn't you bring it up? Why didn't you point out that? Because I, I wanted to see what you, if you'd notice, but uh, <laughs> clearly there's a couple of things that you don't notice in the collages. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm noticing more and more now in the collages because you've put so much time into them. Thank you. And I noticed that yesterday, just yesterday that you put the pound sign right before the number. All right. So anyway, uh, great collage, Jack Ham, uh, Luke Keckley, and of course, I mean, my favorite, Roman Yossi. There you go. Does he still play? Yeah. He's with the Preds? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's close up the collage bag <laughs> here on Hump Day. All right. Dwayne Clucci's coming up in a few minutes. Uh, we want to talk about, uh, we're changing Frank's uh, Fast Facts. We're doing it. It's Frank or Fiction. Frank or Fiction. And here's the graphic. Check it out. Yep, not ready yet. Okay. <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, we're just spitballing here. Uh, fast fact. Frank fact. On January 3rd, on this day in 1973, there he is. He, this guy, when I grew up, this guy was like Darth Vader. He was like one of the most hated men in sports. He was really the first owner, I think, who really put himself almost ahead of the team. Made himself like, you know, the face of the team. He loved it. He loved it. He lived in New York where the media just ate him up. A 12-member group headed by George Steinbrenner. That's George pictured there. If you're a Seinfeld fan, as Chris Andrews is, uh, they use George Steinbrenner a lot on the show. Do you know who did the voice for George Steinbrenner? Anyone? It was Larry David, co-creator of Seinfeld. Chris Andrews is screaming at his TV or computer or phone right now. Uh, anyway, they bought the Yankees for $10 million from CBS. And do you know who CBS is? It's the, uh, the Bible college <laughs> that lost to Grandly State. It's the church Bible studies. That's, that's them. Same CBS. No, uh, from CBS Broadcasting System, which had owned the team since 1964, he paid, they paid $10 million for the New York Yankees, which was probably an absurd amount at that day. Uh, but, my God. Initial, uh, Steinbrenner's initial investment on January 3rd, 1973, was fairly small, 168000 which was a little less than 2% ownership. Over the years, he bought out from other people. And when he died in 2010, he owned 57% of the team. But see, that was interesting for me to read because you always think that they own the whole team. Like when you see an owner like Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones may in fact own the whole team. But like the Rooney family in Pittsburgh, they don't own the whole team. There's some minor investors and stuff. But I always thought Steinbrenner was 100% the owner, but 57% your majority. He made his fortune in the shipping industry. And here's what's interesting. George Steinbrenner had a football background. He served as a graduate assistant at Ohio State under legendary coach Woody Hayes. (laughs) What are the odds that Woody Hayes' name was mentioned two shows in a row? We showed a clip yesterday of Woody Hayes 
punching the Clemson linebacker, number 58, in the Probably throat common. after he picked off a ball in the Gator Bowl. Um, so Steinbrenner, that's maybe why Steinbrenner was kind of a jerk and fiery. Look who taught him. Woody Hayes. Hold on, straw drink. Tough guy straw drink. You chew it? It tastes plastic. I don't like it. But it's good water, South Point water. Uh, on this day in history, the conference championships, the first conference championships after the AFL and the NFL merged were played today at a Memorial Stadium, which is uh, in Baltimore, right? No, it was at Oakland Memorial Stadium. Oh, it was Baltimore Colts, so yeah, they were the bottom yeah. team out of this, whatever. Uh, I put the, the winners on top. Sorry. That's all right. Put the winners on top where they belong. Baltimore Colts versus the Oakland Raiders, two teams that don't exist in that way anymore. Yep. Baltimore Colts, they were, they, were, they were a good team. So they won 27-17. Uh, I think John Madden, was John Madden the coach then? Maybe not. Maybe it was the Raiders. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Madden was. I know Madden won the Super Bowl in 76. Anyway, and then the other, on the NFC Championship, you had the Dallas Cowboys at Kazar Stadium, which I've never heard of. I don't, I, I'm assuming that's in San Francisco or Dallas. I don't know. Uh, they beat the 49ers, who uh, yep. I wouldn't have guessed that. I didn't know the 49ers. That was, uh, you know, before the dynasty in the 80s. I didn't know that they reached a conference championship in the early 70s. Was John Brody the quarterback, possibly? I'm not really sure. Um, and then in the Super Bowl, which we'll, we'll talk about when it happens in a couple weeks on the anniversary of it, because I don't know if you know this, Baltimore defeated Dallas 16-13. This is a forgotten Super Bowl moment. That was a game-winning field goal that won the, the Super Bowl with a few seconds left. And when you see greatest moments in Super Bowl history, you never see this one. And this is from, what, 1971? Super Bowl five. Super Bowl five. yeah. 1971, it's kind of forgotten. I believe the guy's name was O'Brien. I don't remember the first kicker's first name. Something O'Brien kicked a game-winning field goal. This guy should be canonized in Super Bowl history as, like, you know, one of the biggest moments ever. Something O'Brien. Am I right on the kicker's name? Jim O'Brien. Jim O'Brien. Damn it. Yeah. Game-winning field goal to win a Super Bowl. When we think of that, we think what? We think uh, Vinatieri, right, doing it. Um, never really. Did Buckner, did Harrison, was that a game-winning field goal uh, last year? It's amazing how we forget the Super Bowl. Can't remember. Anyway, he won a field goal. He won a Super Bowl and a field goal. So I don't know why we don't remember that. All right. Uh, what are we looking at over here? Is that Dwayne Colucci's ceiling? That's the this ceiling. Oh, that's our ceiling. Oh, okay. We have a camera on the ceiling? It was the video call. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everybody can't see what you're seeing, but people yeah, can see that top. Yeah, I know they can. No, top... it's behind the secret yeah. TV secrets. Yeah. Uh, we're waiting for Dwayne still? Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, now they can see yeah. it. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> looking at. I saw, it's one of the lights? Or no, it's the ceiling. Yeah. Why do we have, why is that shot existing right now? It, that's the video call. So when Kaluch comes on, oh, it replaces he'll take, that. Yeah, he'll take over. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I noticed uh, Brock Bowers has declared for the NFL draft. Now, Chicago Bears, or Chicago Bears are going to have the number one pick. Obviously, they're not going to use Brock Bowers. He's on the board at like number five prospect. He'd look good in a Bears uniform if you trade down and get some of that draft capital. What do you think of Brock Bowers as a Bear, even though you have Komet? It would be, would be a really good tandem as it long would as be, they right? can stay healthy. And then maybe... You know, I mean, Marvin Harrison Sr. is going to be a great receiver. Junior. <laughs> well, I'm saying Marvin Harrison Sr. was, Senior a, great, was, he was a great, great receiver, yeah. Ryan. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, I mean, Brock Bowers would look pretty good in the, in the blue. And he would look good in a Bears uniform. Yeah. And he kind of uh, epitomizes a bear, right? Big, tough guy. He's like 6'4", 270, tight end. Probably wear the short sleeves in the, in, at Soldier Field. They still call it Soldier Field? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, again, sponsored. has to stay healthy. He has to stay healthy. Yeah, he's had some issues with that. But. You know, you don't understand, Ryan, when you're that size, when you're like us, six four like that, you, you break yeah. down easier sometimes. Yeah. How tall are you? Are we the same height? Taller than you. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, this is this is I don't need to stand for this. All right, there's a guy. Look at the is he not dressed for the show or what? All right. All right, making a record setting appearance. I'm gonna go ahead and say I think this is his sixth or seventh appearance on the show. Yep. Uh he runs a sports book out there at Rampart. Where the buffet sparkles. Ladies and gentlemen, Dwayne Colucci. Colucci. And. What's up, gentlemen? Wait, wait, hold on, Dwayne. Bye, she, bye. He, she missed her cue. Dwayne Colucci. Colucci. Ann's got a microphone now, so she doesn't want to get as loud. So it was, I when, like she, that. when she could scream out, she could scream, but now she's got a microphone, so she doesn't want to scream with a microphone. Anyway, uh, you, you look like you're ready to go to a game right now. What's, or is this Christmas presents? What happened there? What are you wearing? 
Yeah, it was the Christmas present last <laughs> night of the Montreal Canadiens uh, beating Dallas. So I was very happy. You know I'm a Habs fan. So that, I figure I wear it in uh, tribute. Uh, we got the money last night. It was a big plus. So I was okay. very happy because I got down on my Canadians last night. But, uh, yeah, I just want to keep the feel of the show. I see you always uh, decked out in your Steelers and your yeah, Penguins yeah. and all that. Yeah, well, you, know, you know how it is. So. Well, you know, some some people on the crew that shall remain <laughs> nameless kind of think I talk about Pittsburgh too much sometimes, you know? Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Right there. <laughs> Do we have a shot of that? Show the camera. Show the camera. He's keeping a dry erase board of Pittsburgh mentions. This is Jerry. He's got two. Wait, you got to do. You got to put one more now. No, there's three. Oh, because I, I. What's the over under for the rest of the show here? What well, set a number, Dwayne? What do you think? I would say twenty five. Twenty five. My God. All right, I'm going to keep Especially it under with five. The steel is playing. But no, come on, the steel is not playing a huge yeah. game this week. That's right. So, Thank you, know, you Dwayne. I'll, you'll have a pass there. You know I got a saying? note from I Dwayne. Got, look at. <laughs> Big alert right now, gentlemen. Lamar Jackson not playing. Tyler okay. Huntley is playing. There you go. So there you have that as well. You know, uh, nobody expected them to risk Lamar, uh, especially with his injury record down the stretch the last few years. And so, also, uh, that's even working more for you. Yeah, and also he doesn't. He has not ever played well against that team from Pennsylvania. Uh, he he's he has he has a losing record. And earlier this year, when he played that team from Southwest Pennsylvania. I was going to say, which which team in Pennsylvania? I don't remember the name of them, but there were seven drops for the Ravens. Uh, really not his fault. But so uh, we, Are we counting Pennsylvanias with the Pittsburghs? No, I don't think Pennsylvania. No, uh, because you, you got the Eagles team. Right. Now, when you talk about the Keystone State teams, you, you don't have to necessarily say <laughs> You're just phrasing it The Commonwealth of PA. I've, I've said all the different ways. It's one of the 13 colonies, for God's sakes. Um, now, will that affect the line? So now I know the line was Steelers were minus three and a half. Now, do you think the line will move substantially? Is it three and a half still, Ryan? Still, yeah. It's still three and a half. So that announcement, I'm, I'm guessing you're breaking the news live on this show. Um, what happens yeah, now? I'm do you seeing, see that? Uh, I'm seeing quick adjustments around town, though. You guys. are. So, what are uh, some adjustments uh, around yeah, town? At some of the other places I'm seeing around town are four. Yeah. Chris didn't pull the trigger just yet, but I imagine he will because he's yeah. a huge Pittsburgh guy as well, and he knows the implications of this game. Yeah. We are currently at Rampart and South Point at minus three and a half total of – 36 and a half. So, yeah. yeah, we made the adjustments already, anticipating he wasn't going to play. And to tack on another half or so, you know, the, those are pretty much when you get to four and a half and five, you get to dead numbers. So, you know, uh, uh, Steelers, up, they've been playing well. I, I can't uh, deny Mason Rudolph is really taking them to the next right. step. And that's why you're not going to see Pickett this weekend coming off the injury, even though he's cleared to play. So unless Mason Rudolph really gets off to a, a slow low start, yeah. maybe then you make the switch. But this is an important game, guys, and Very. we're going to have a big handle. Yes. Oh, and it's a Saturday game, so you only got two games that day. Do people tend to bet more when there's only two games? Or are there bets? Like a guy who usually bets 50 or spreads his money around on a Sunday, they might go a little more aggressive on a Saturday. I don't know if that's anything you could ever forecast or see, but that, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> when there's marquee matchups, yeah. without a doubt, you know how it is, Frank. So, yeah. you know, you're looking at these two big matchups, and they're both big playoff implication yeah. matchups. So you're going to see great handle. You're going to see teasers to both games with the totals. You're going to see two, uh, you know, parlays, two-game parlays, right. even parlays that extend into Sunday. So this is the last week of the season. People are chomping at the bit. Playoffs right around the corner. So many teams that are still alive in the AFC. And, uh, you know, it's such a complex situation on win and you're in lose and yeah. you're out so yeah. definitely everybody has uh, an opinion and they're going to throw their hat into the ring and especially with uh you know how sports gambling is spread yeah. throughout the united states guys it is going to be amazing. off the hook I think especially here in vegas I we think, love it. yeah i think there's like 11 teams alive for the the last couple spots in the playoffs still something like that just in the afc alone who's the backup for baltimore what is it tyler Huntley? i know oh, I, I, yeah. yeah that's it i was going to say tyrod taylor i knew it was like something <laughs> he's in new york I know, but he was, he, he, well, he's been on every team, basically, Tyrod Taylor. He's played for about seven teams. But uh, I knew it was like Tyler or Tyrod. What is it, Tyler? What's his Tyler name? Huntley. Huntley. Yeah, he wore, Huntley. I believe he's number five, if I'm not mistaken. He's, and that's he's number five jersey. Sad. That was always what I wore. You were, why did you wear number five? Why did you wear number five? Uh, that, was just my, that was my number. You know, it was just my lucky number. I used to bet on the five at two. the racetrack, tell my dad, put a few bucks on that uh, number five. Or five as a CYO basketball player. So maybe five will be lucky, but hopefully not for uh, Huntley because I know you guys are really good <laughs> Now, what kind of, what, by the way, when I would bet horses when I was a kid, I'd always bet a 412 box because 412 nice. is the area code 
of Pittsburgh. There it is. Get the marker out. There right, you anyway. go. So um, <laughs> what kind of basketball player were you? <laughs> were you like a guard? Or, I tell you, yeah, definitely. I can't I, tell I how big you are. Height to you. Yeah, that's I have, right. I have the similar height to you. You see me in studio. That's so, right. you know, yeah, I was a short point guard, but uh, I was pretty good. But the whole problem was I was just too short. And then I went to Christ the King uh, High oh. School, which is a funnel for that's NBA famous. players. Yeah, I know that. Familiar. Yeah, I know and, that name. Yeah, sure. I played. Let me tell you, yeah, I played who? with Khalid Reeves and Derek Phelps. Oh, wow. uh, you know, they were the freshmen when I was a freshman trying out for that freshman <laughs> team. And those were two professional players. One won a national title with Carolina and Derek Phelps. Khalid Reeves was, uh, you know, he was drafted number seven, I believe, overall by the Miami Heat. Wow. Had a great career at Arizona. And the women that have come out of there uh, from oh. the, uh, you know, <laughs> WNBA players, uh, Shamika Holesclaw, definitely oh. some pros. I know where your mind's You know what right? I did. You're, like, like, we you're talking, talking about, about two NBA guys, and you're like the women, and I'm going, oh, so they they were on the team, and you're like, oh, the women they got, and then you're on the bench going, hey guys, save some for me. Uh, that's hysterical. Yeah, Shamika Holesclaw, she yeah. was a great player, and even uh, Sue Bird too. Graduated Christ came. So she's uh, one of the best players ever. So you keep yeah, your eye is. on that. That uh, it was a funnel. So I wasn't really able to advance my career. Maybe <laughs> if I went to a different high school in the area or grew up in Las Vegas, I could uh, possibly uh, you know play college ball, but no NBA. <laughs> now, what are you saying about the level of basketball in Vegas? You're like, oh, I could have come out there and started at center. <laughs> well, there were no, there weren't too many high schools back then. That's uh, what I'm you know. saying. You know, I'm yeah. an old school guy. I'm, I mean, I'm uh, class of '90, so you're talking back uh, in the '80s. Uh, you know, Las Vegas didn't have the population that it has yeah, now. Exactly. No disrespect. Don't even Bishop Gorman didn't even exist back then. Jesus. So. Now, what jersey do you have on? Is it a Habs jersey as well? We can't see your jersey. Yeah, Habs. Yeah, yeah. It is a yeah. Habs jersey. Wow, you are dead. Yeah, yeah. Out. I got the Habs flowing today. Yeah, definitely going with the. Uh, Blue, uh, Blanc, uh, uh, I don't even know how to say it, but definitely <laughs> proud to be a Montreal Canadian fan my whole life. And uh, proud today because they won last night. But we ain't going too far, I'll be honest with you, Frank. Uh, <laughs> you know, the New York Rangers look great. There's some teams that look fabulous this year. I mean, the Rangers look great. Colorado, they came back from a big deficit against the Islanders last night. They got a victory. The Kings are playing well. Vancouver at home. Bruins still playing well. There's so many good teams. Even the Vegas Golden the Knights, you know, they've dropped dropped off on their play in the last few games, yeah. but still right at the top of the Western Conference. So a tall order for Montreal to even make the playoffs. I'm just happy because I scored on a big ticket last night. <laughs> nice. Now, what do you think of the college football playoff? Did you? I'm, obviously, you watched the games uh, the other day. They were both two exciting games. Yeah. Um, and who were you rooting for? Or what? You know, what side was were, were the money on? What were what were people betting on? Well, definitely, we had great two-way action on that first game, Michigan and, uh, uh, you know, Alabama. It was split, basically. Okay. Ticket count was a little in favor of Michigan, but the second game was where we got hurt as bookmakers. You know, a lot of people uh, synonymous with the Pac-12 out here on the West Coast, ah. so they were just flying with an impressive Washington uh, team, you know, so we took a lot of Washington money at the Rampart Casino and the South Point, and uh, yeah, that was a game that we ended up losing, and it was a great game. I tell you, Texas had all the chances in the oh. world you know you're inside the 20 you got four chances oh, to end the game and you're just terrible terrible passing i don't understand what happened there uh should have mixed it up a little you yeah. keep going to that right side and it was uh, you know you could see that they had it so well covered but a definite credit to washington they played lights out and a credit to jim harbaugh uh you know definitely nick saban coached an excellent game up until the end as well you know that uh so yeah i gotta say that harbaugh did out coach saban in this game and they're rightfully so the favorites to win the national title here at the Rampart and South Point. So, yeah, so what's definitely going to be. What is the line? Is it three? And, it's four and a half. Four and okay, a half. so it's four and a half. Yeah, yeah, we got four and a half. Yeah, yeah 55 definitely. and a half. Yeah, I've been Correct. holding. Who do you like? Who are you rooting well, Who are you rooting for? Is there a team you prefer? I'm rooting for. Here's the thing. I grew up with a lot of uh, friends of mine back in my hometown that I won't say. Um, oh, it's National Straw Day. <laughs> He's drinking out of a straw. Did you know it's National Drink Out of a Straw Day? So there you go. No, I didn't. It is. That. There you go. It's national. What are you drinking Beautiful. out of that? What are you drinking out of that straw? Uh, pure absolute. No, okay. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I like a dark drink anyway. I like Johnny Walker. There you so go. I, I, apparently, I like Jameson. <laughs> is what I'm told by the crew. Um, nice. So, so anyway, um, yeah, uh, I grew up with a lot of kids that went to Michigan. A lot of my friends went to Michigan. Um, I will go to my grave saying they have the best theme song of any college. Bam, 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 bam. That's the best. But I've watched mo I've watched pretty much every UW game because uh, my buddy Christian 
is a UW graduate, and uh, I just like watching him to play because they're just so much fun. And Penix has just been, you know, unbelievable to watch. So who are you rooting for personally in this game? No sports book uh, ties to it. Who are you rooting for? Very difficult. You know, a lot of my friends uh, are Michigan fans, so, you know, I, I'm perceptive to that. Washington, though, like you said, Penix has just been so fabulous. I think we're going to need Michigan, but uh, I'm not sold yeah. on that just yet. You're seeing great two-way action. So I really don't have an opinion because, uh, you know, New York doesn't have really that college field, guys. We always, you know, I was in Queens, so St. John's <laughs> basketball, yes, I definitely rooted for. But there are no big football colleges, basically, that are in the New York area. Yeah. So. I definitely, uh, you know, I would spread it around. Who I gambled on was basically who I rooted for in the Big <laughs> East and those lineages. So uh, I, I kind of have a little, uh, you know, I, I want to see Harbaugh succeed, even though he got the cheating rap and all that. It'd be yeah. nice to see him succeed at this level and then possibly return to the NFL. So yeah. uh, I'm feeling Michigan just slightly. Probably I'll make a small wager, but I want to see how the money starts to come in. Uh, definitely an exciting game, and I'm anticipating a lot of Washington money, but you know this is Big Blue, and Big Blue is in the championship yeah. game. We're going to see a lot of big wages on Big Blue, I'll tell you that. I, and by the way, going back to Big East play, the ba Big East basketball is what I first watched. Chris Mullen. Uh, Pearl oh. Washington, Ewing, Charles yeah. Smith. At, you know, I mean, those that, those were the best. I'm so sad that that era is gone of Big East basketball. Yeah, definitely devastating. That was such a good time, Frank, oh. and it shows our age, but such great players. I mean, like you said, you had guys like Walter Berry, Pearl oh. Washington, yeah. Ronnie Sipley. Uh, you know, Syracuse <laughs> was monsterous. They, I and hated like them, said, yeah, but they were always Mullen, good. Wennington. Wennington, how many titles did he win with the Bulls? Yeah. So, you know, you're talking about legends of basketball. And even when you got a little further along, it was just an unbelievable competition level with Bayheim, Conaseca, uh, John Thompson. Great, great coaching. And uh, definitely it was great to experience the Big East. It was rough. It was definitely tough. Patrick Ewing was amazing. He yeah. became the, uh, the Knicks, uh, you know, uh, centerpiece for years and sure years was. and years. Although mm -hmm. he never got a title, he did beat Houston in the finals in college and did get a college championship. So definitely a great time and great basketball if you were growing up in that era and yeah. attending some games at Madison Square Garden, oh, which wow. the Big East tournament always took place. Unbelievable. Yeah, so legendary. All right, so um, is it possible that we see a Harbaugh win a national championship and a Harbaugh win a Super Bowl? Could that happen? Definitely could happen. I mean, look at the way Baltimore is playing right now. I mean, it's amazing. There's a lot of football to be played, yeah. but Lamar Jackson is playing at a top level. And a blowout of Miami, you know, I wouldn't hang all my uh, apples in that basket just yet. Remember, Waddle was out. Most Mostert didn't yeah. play. So you're missing two out of their key, key three monsters on the offensive side of the football. So uh, definitely I wouldn't buy too much into that game, but they're on a tremendous winning streak. They play a good brand of defense as well as offense. Lamar is having a fabulous, fabulous season. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes is still around. Josh Allen is still around. You have some really good teams that are out there, and it's going to be I, a very tough competitive yeah. playoff, even Cleveland. Yeah, Joe yeah, Flacco, he, he, he could be uh, Baltimore Unbelievable. Would that be crazy? Yeah, would that be crazy for the uh, the X-Raven? <laughs> so you, you, you touched upon the Bills and the Dolphins game. I want to talk about that before we have a little game we're going to play with you. Um. This is, the, this is the Sunday night game. I mean, the NFL has scheduled this last weekend so well. Um, it comes down for the, the AFC East, Buffalo, Miami. Who do you think wins that game? Tough game, but I, uh, you know, I, I, I respect how Josh Allen is playing right now, but I hate him in big games, yeah. <laughs> and I want to see him they're laying three again on the road. Yeah, you know, definitely going to be tough. They laid a beating on my Cowboys, but don't get me wrong. <laughs> but then they faulted almost against the Chargers. They're night and day. And to lay points with them on the road, you have to have your head examined, I would think, <laughs> if Miami brings some of these players back. And uh, we'll see if – I don't think Waddle will play, which is huge. But I want to keep my eye on the injury report. Yeah. I don't think Miami should risk any injury going into the playoffs and, uh, you know, play an all-out brand of football. So that's why you seeing a three-point underdog here uh, uh you know at home but it's for the it's for the so it's a home playoff game though if yeah. you win right so um, yeah true yeah i mean that's why i and I, by the way I, I i want buffalo to lose very badly um so that's what i'm rooting for uh and you mentioned <laughs> your beloved cowboys we have to touch upon it ryan and i and jerry we were out watching the game on was that saturday or sunday what night was it was a saturday right all the days blend together so uh we parted ways at halftime 
Uh, we watched the Ring of Honor ceremony, which was awesome, which probably a lot of your heroes in there. And then the yes. end of that, the end of that game, what was the roller coaster you were on in that game? And did you think Dan Campbell was nuts? <laughs> the roller coaster was uh, I needed Dallas naturally in the bookie <laughs> battle, and I bet them as well. So you got the lead and you're covering, and it evaporates in a minute, 18 seconds. So that's unacceptable right off the bat to begin with. The referees were unconscious. Uh, I mean, I, I just can't believe, and it starts right off the bat, and I, I don't want to be a homer, guys, but the two-point conversion play shouldn't even happen. They miss a tripping play. Tony Pollard gained seven yards on that rush. So now you're going to have Dallas first and 10 with a minute 40 to go and kneeling out the clock. Yeah. So, you know, to call tripping on Dallas when it was blatantly, once again, the uh, dirty player that I don't want to name that was trying to cripple Dak Prescott with the hip sacks. Uh, you know, he's actually sticking his foot out there and they missed that call. Then I, I want to say that I guess you have to announce that the play is eligible yeah. and the referee didn't do that. So the coaching staff kind of has to be a little perceptive there. And Dan Campbell definitely has a record of doing that, Frank. Yeah. I mean, he's called, uh, you know, fake punts at weird times yeah. from his own 20. Yeah, you yeah. know, he's definitely looking to win and send a message to the Cowboys yeah. that, look, we're here. We're a dominant team. We could beat you in Dallas, which has not happened all the season. And he was looking to send a message, but it kind of backfired. Yeah. You have to be a little yeah. more precise. They didn't announce it, but still, it's a shady call, and that uh, that referee crew is terrible. And unfortunately, Allen and the crew are now going to be uh, refing one of the biggest games of the season, the yeah, Steelers yeah, and the Ravens. The so how did they get this? Game? I don't know. Right. They, put, uh, I mean, that just, they put them on national think, TV. It's a national TV game, and they put this Brad Allen and his crew on not only a national TV, but the first right. game, the first game anyone's going to yeah. be able to watch this week. Well, I, like, I guess it's like get the horror show right out of the way so uh, it doesn't leave a lasting impression for the whole weekend of playoff football, uh, you know, implication football. That's all I could think of it, Frank. But yeah. they should not be refing no. this game. And uh, definitely there were a ton of mistakes, and you could see them in that game. There were some plays where they were just horse-collaring Micah Parsons, and, uh, you know, he wasn't getting a call. And that's very strange on a night like that in Dallas, like you said, Ring of Honor, all that. Give the home, uh, you know, yeah. usually the home team gets a few extra calls, exactly. but that wasn't happening. <laughs> and that, wor <laughs> I mean, that, that worries me this weekend because TJ Watt gets held on every play and maybe they're going to let him go like they did on Parsons. And by the way, this is how good our director, Ann, is. She put up in the screen behind me. It's Cowboys Cowboys in Detroit right there. She put the game up, so there's a little action of the Cowboys. <laughs> awesome. All right, so yes. listen, Dwayne, we have something we created here. It's 2024. Happy New Year. But By the way, what's the over-under on the date that it's acceptable to still say Happy New Year to someone? Ryan, what is your, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to set it at like January 7th, like a week. You get a week. You think that's too much, Ryan? Yeah, it's too late. If you're wishing people happy new year a week into the year, you didn't care to wish them a happy new year. Okay. Dwayne, how's your, how's your feeling on that? How long do you have? Yeah. Yeah. You got to do long? that pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, in the texting era, you could just text it and uh, get your message across. So I have to agree with Ryan. I got a happy new year barb texted to me. By a friend of mine who obviously was cutting and pasting. <laughs> I forgot to omit Barb, so I wrote back, thanks, Jimmy. You know, it was like, I'm like you couldn't even, like, double check that you're just in there. Cut, paste, cut, paste, send. Cut, paste, send. Cut, paste, send. All right, so we got a little game for you, Coach. This is going to be fun. Uh, these are all based on things that happened today on this date in sports history. It's called Franker Fiction. Cue the music. Da -da -da. There you go. That's da -da. <laughs> I love it. That's the music we have for now. All right. It's the Michigan fight song. There you go. Dan, dan, dan. All right. So on this day in 1992, I'm sure you're going to remember this game. On January 3rd, 1993, backup quarterback Frank Reich leads the Buffalo Bills to a 41-38 overtime victory over the Houston Oilers in the AFC wildcard playoff game. That will forever be known to football fans as the comeback. Houston was up 28-3. Reich comes in. And uh, after a lot, here's some previews right here. Look at the score, Kaluch. You remember this. So here's Frank Reich. Jim Kelly got hurt, and he's just, uh, th this was the pick six that made it 35-3. to three. And by the way, those Oiler uniforms are spectacular. But then the comeback starts. I don't think, that's Kenneth Davis. That's right. It's not Thurman Thomas. But anyway, some confetti goes up in the air. So the comeback is mounted, right? And uh, look at this onside kick. How they didn't think that was coming. So. My question to you, and we'll watch a few more highlights here. Watch this. Look at, look at that. that was Don Beebe. Remember Don Beebe? <laughs> he was the fastest white receiver in NFL. That was, and that's Andre Reed. 
Yeah, yeah, Lee caught Lee on that. Andre Reed would later appear on Street Smarts, the game show I hosted, and sign a football for me, and he's now in the Hall right. of Fame. Uh, that's two Hall of Famers because Terrell Suggs will go in. And then this was the one, I think, that gave him the lead. They went to overtime. Uh, there's Reich, I mean, coming off the bench to do this. And look at the second half. Yardage is just insane. I remember watching this game. There's Reed again. Gave him the lead 38-35. There's Marv Levy. And then here's the Steve Christie field goal. I'm doing this all from memory, by the way, because that's how big of a game this has been in NFL history. Steve Christie. And they won. They were down 35-3. So my question to you, fact or fiction, Frank, fact or fiction, Bill's quarterback Frank Reich was a quarterback at the University of Maryland in 1984. Uh, did he also lead the biggest comeback in college football history? Is that a true or is that, is that a fact or is that fiction? No, I would say fiction. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't recall the biggest oof, college goes back so many years, uh, but I don't believe that he did lead the biggest college comeback as well. On November 10th, 1984, <laughs> Maryland was down 31 nothing to sixth-ranked Miami Hurricanes who were coached by your boy, Jimmy Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, who later on uh -oh. uh, won the Cowboys. Frank Reich drives Maryland down the field several times, and actually Maryland comes back and wins the game 42 wow. to 40. Now, this was the biggest college comeback in history at the time. Since then, four teams have tied the mark, overcoming a 31-point deficit. Uh, 2006, Michigan State overcame a 35-point deficit to beat Northwestern. But give me the odds on this. You're a bookmaker. Ryan, give me some odds. The fact that one guy leads the biggest college comeback and also the biggest pro comeback. What are the odds of that? Yeah, no. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, astronomical. Yeah. Definitely in the million range yes. just to have that happen. Billions, millions or billions. Yeah. And then he goes yeah. on yeah. and he just got and fired. as a backup. In the as, a backup. As, a, as a backup. Right. Isn't that crazy? And that was the story I told you guys when I was in the studio, when I was, uh, you know, in one of the clubs watching that game and the guy threw the TV across the, <laughs> it was better than Christie's, it was better than Christie's field goal. He threw the TV <laughs> across the room. It was unbelievable. unbelievable. What a comeback. But yeah, I can't believe that. Uh, yeah. Wow. Frank Reich. Isn't that crazy? Against Jimmy too. Against Jimmy. against Jimmy Johnson and the Miami Hurricanes. I know, right? Uh, I'll never forget you told me this. There you go. All right, two players today who are instrumental in their team winning a Super Bowl are both celebrating a birthday, okay? Uh, is it happy birthday to Julian Edelman and Rob Gronkowski, who were both born on January 3rd, and they both won Super Bowl 53 playing for the Patriots? So is it those two players' birthday? Go ahead. We show the, the picture of them. That's them with uh, birthdays. <laughs> hats that Ryan cleverly put on there. Now, is that fact or fiction that they're both both celebrating a birthday today on January 3rd? There's no way you can I'm not a Patriot fan. I, I plead the fifth. I'm okay. not Googling either. All right. I would say no. It's no. no. It is no. It is fiction. False. False. It is false. Yes, yeah, today, the birthdays are two uh, New Yorkers. And I, I know you're not a Giants fan. You're a Cowboys fan. Eli Manning and his helmet catch partner, David Tyree, both were born on January 3rd. Eli turns wow. 43, Tyree turns 44. Here's what's considered maybe top three NFL Super Bowl plays. Of the so he throws this pass. And Escapes I remember watching, sack. what's that again, Ryan? Escapes the sack. Escapes the sack, A, is amazing. But B, I remember when Ky Tyree, you're like, okay, yeah, that hit the ground. There's no way he caught that ball. So Manning showing, unlike uh, Peyton Manning, had a little elusiveness. So look at that. Tyree and the ball never touches the wow. ground. That's amazing. So happy birthday. Is it birthday. better than Lynn Swan's catch, Frank, though? Is well, it better than Swanny's catch? You know, yeah, I, I mean, know Lynn Swan against, <laughs> against your beloved Cowboys had those two catches in Super Bowl That's I'm nine you. or 10. Yeah, I don't know. Those were, those were more, like, eloquent. I almost have to give the edge to that because he had two guys draped all over him there, right? True. And then True. holds it against That was zone. huge. And was that the undefeated Patriots? That was the undefeated no? Patriots. Yeah, it was. Jeez. Yeah, that's huge. That's a huge catch. I mean, is. without that, yeah, exactly, right? Um, and by the way, the gambling angle, the giants are at home hosting the Eagles. The line is minus five and 41 and a half, 42 now, 42. It's up to 42. Thank you. What do you think of this game? Because I'll tell you what, uh, the Eagles just look horrible. Nick Sirianni. I think he's, are they two and four or two and five, two and four or two and five since he mouthed off yeah, to the fans in case you, yeah, I, I, I like that or whatever he yelled. Yeah. Um, so where do you see that now? I know these are two rivals of yours in the same division as your Cowboys. So what do you think of that line and Eagles and giants? 
Yeah, he was flying around when they were beating Dallas, too. I remember when they barely beat us uh, yeah. you know, at Philly. And, you know, he's a guy who looks to rub it in your face. And now he looks like, you know, he's clueless at this point. <laughs> he lost the locker room. The reports are all over the place. Oh, guys. really? A.J. Oh, Brown AJ has Brown. come out. He's Yeah, A.J. Oh. Brown has been so outspoken. I yeah. don't believe him and Hurts are on the same page. I think that his swagger and demeanor is rubbing off on other players. Ah. The fans were perplexed. They were whacked in the seats. They couldn't even stand. <laughs> up after that Arizona yeah. beat down. And, uh, you know, now you're playing a division rival. You're laying points on the road, but you need the game. Yeah. And the Giants are not that good. I mean, you saw the kicking game last week was ridiculous. Mason like Crosby, that yeah, that's right. Where they, take over the, they take over the ball. Who misses the extra point? <laughs> this, guy like missed, this guy like missed two or three and the field goal. So, it was good know, in his prime. It was good in his prime, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. tough to back the Giants, though, I'll tell you right now. Terod Taylor, definitely, uh, you know, he's solid. Don't get me wrong. He could play well. But uh, I would have to say the Eagles are going to win and cover this game just on okay. class alone. they got to try and put pressure on Dallas to, to win this division. You know, definitely. You know, and the Cowboys are definitely going to be hungry. I mean, yeah. so this is going to be very tough. They're playing the worst of the two is Dallas, I would say, right now. So, uh I, I like the Eagles, unfortunately. Yeah. I think they <laughs> And Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor is starting over Tommy DeVito. Um, I don't know. Just, don't you think Tyrod Taylor's a little afraid to start his own car right now? You know, like, oh, it'd, be, it'd be terrible if something should happen to Tyrod and Tommy DeVito would be the quarterback again. No, Tyrod, go ahead. We'll see you later. We're going to stand over here. Why don't you go start your car up? Um, but he's looked good. I mean, he's looked good, but, you know. Oh, by the way, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders are on the screen right now. Talking about looking, talk about looking Not good. Right. Uh, we have one more little question here for you on a game. We know you're a hockey fan, all right? We want to say happy birthday. It is legitimately, uh, posthumously, Bobby Hull's birthday. He was born on January 3rd, 1939. And uh, his full name, is this fact? Is this Frank fact or fiction? His middle name is Ann. Is he Robert Ann Hull? Because he was born in Port Ann. So did his parents... Give him the middle name of the town he was born in. Is that Frank fact or fiction? That's fiction because it's right on the screen that it says Bobby Oh, Marvin. damn it! Oh, Ryan! you like that? Ryan's Come fired! <laughs> I worked so no, hard I on this that anyway. on the I knew that anyway. I knew people that definitely. I knew a family that grew up uh, close to the whole family. I, I, it was somewhere up, you know, obviously in Canada. Uh, I wanted to say, oof, Manitoba or something in that on, area. Oh, but, okay, yeah. Uh, where he used to uh, lived after he oh, retired. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so I definitely, I knew the answer to that. Don't. Uh, it's Marvin. Up, uh, Not a yeah, lot of Marvins. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot. What's your no. middle name, Dwayne? Who would name that? Anthony. 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 I, I, are you kidding? Yes. So you're, you're Dak. You're, you're Dak. You're like Dak Prescott. You're DAC. You're Dwayne Anthony Colucci. Right. And what are the last four digits of your social security number? <laughs> and your first pet's name. I just want to know your first pet's name. I want to tap into your account. Ryan, what's your middle name? Bradley. Ryan. Oh, yeah. B. Well, I knew that. Okay. RBC. Um, so, uh, you know, I always like to end your, your segment by asking you how you're doing in this bookie tournament. I know you've been hanging on to the lead all season. How's it going? And just recap what it is for people. Uh, who are tuning into the first time hearing about this. One week left, guys. Four games ahead. Oh. Uh, yeah, I got about four games ahead. I've led every week. Uh, you know, it's unbelievable. The pressure, because I had like two weeks ago my worst week, and the lead was dwindled down to two, but then I got two this week I gained. So definitely I'm going to be uh, putting my thinking cap on, using all my utilities as a bookmaker and as a handicapper to try and win this thing. It's the Gaming Today bookie battle. You can find my selections on Gaming Today. I'm not sure if they're going to extend the deadline to Saturday because there's no Thursday night football. Right. I have to look into that. Uh, so they may not have the picks up until Saturday uh, when the first game kicks off. So keep your eye out for that. It's been a great battle. Uh, you know, you have 70 of the world's best bookies in this uh, contest. And just to uh, be leading throughout, uh, I'm definitely uh, pleased with my performance. I just hope I don't have a bad week this weekend. I know. But, you know, it's the I NFL, guys. Yeah. I mean, 
uh, yeah, and it's a good cash prize. I mean, we're talking about three grand for first, uh, a dime for second. So I definitely want to win this thing. I've won a couple of the quarters, so I already got some money in the bank. Nice. And we're just going to try and keep it going, guys. I mean, you know, definitely it. prestige mm -hmm. and uh, chip on your shoulder if you can win Heck this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, very competitive, definitely. That's so I'm going to be trying my best. More so than the money, it's knowing that you beat your friends and you won a title, right? right? I did it two years ago in, in this Pick'em League with buddies that – I was only three games back going into last week, and I only had six winners, I think, so now I'm five back. There's no way I'm going to make up a five-game lead on uh, the guy who's in first place. But second, I won it two years ago, and there's 45 people in the league. So we had a couple comments. Uh, update odds on Frank mentioning Pittsburgh on the second half of the show, plus three and a half. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Joey B, Joey B, second half of the show, Pitt mentions coming soon. All right. and uh, That's two already because you just said Pittsburgh. I, well, those, those don't count, do they, Jerry? <laughs> Do those count? Okay, Jerry's giving me a, a mulligan on those. Mergy has comment. Okay. Yeah, can you read the comments? Because I can't get to the little sidebar here. The sidebar's not working. Love are, the new Frank or Fiction game. When are we getting Frank, Mary kill game? Frank, Mary or kill. Yeah, that's a game that Frank Mergy pitched to me last night. I don't know. We're going to do that. But uh, we'll come up with it. I love it. Uh, Kaluch, you did great. Uh, you got two out of three. Of, yeah, we, we love you, man. Uh, we appreciate you coming on the show. I know we're going to see you, you in the studio soon, hopefully. And yes. any any last words on any sporting events tonight? Is there anything we're looking at tonight? Uh, I didn't really... Maybe in the NHL, the Devils only, have been only two on hockey fire. Games. Only and, two uh, hockey games, okay. Yeah, the Devils have been on fire, and that's why you're seeing a minus 180 at the Rampart and South Point. Uh, and Washington played Pitt in the tough game. So yeah. I would look at the Devils tonight. I think the Devils on the puck line will get the job done. They want to start catching up to the Rangers because they were the preseason favorite to win the Stanley Cup, uh, you know, at the Rampart and South Point. So let's go with the Devils tonight. Uh, the other game, uh, Toronto is a huge favorite as well on the road. But sometimes they slip up in these situations. Uh, they've slipped up against Phoenix several right. times, Arizona. So they definitely are susceptible. I wouldn't put uh, all my eggs in one basket in that game. I like the Devils. Okay, so I, li I, I like that too. So the Devils and this being uh, from a guy from that area. And the reason the New Jersey Devils are called the Devils is this urban legend about a devil running through the woods of New Jersey? Is this something that's really you, – tell me, what is that all about? Pine Barrens. You've seen, the, you've seen Pine Barrens. What happened to the Russian? Who knows? You know, Jersey, I'm, I'm from New York. So right. Please, I know why you're close. There's no so. devils running through nowhere. So uh, you never could tell, though. There's a lot of uh, barren – lands out there Do you know about New this Jersey. ryan that's why they call them the devils no, i didn't know that yeah it's some urban yeah, there's some like devil we'll we'll google this later we'll google this on a commercial break but there's some devil i don't know that's all i know <laughs> they're called the devils because of this urban legend because otherwise why would they be called the devils right and it's a jersey thing all right kaluch we love you buddy thank you we'll see you soon and uh good luck to your cowboys uh, pains me to say that but uh i love the new outfit the, the, the hab stuff looks great Dwayne Kluge, we'll be back in two minutes. Ryan and I will uh, wrap up the show with any late-breaking news. Be right back. Hello. Once you've satisfied your hunger, get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas. Our 24-hour, 30-table, non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits. Visit the poker room for a schedule of daily tournaments. Whether you're going to hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. And each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game, and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one-of-a-kind race and sports books. Two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book, with over 400 seats, puts you right in the middle of the action, 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket writers are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza, plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book, over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. 
There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat. I love Dwayne Colucci. Gotta love that guy. Forgot to even mention that it was a national buffet yesterday and see if his is still sparkling. Um, last night we were going to talk. Thank God we didn't make a bet on this game. Last night was North Carolina versus Pitt. I didn't go to Pitt. <laughs> Went to Duquesne for a semester, 3.2 blood alcohol level. Anyway, um, I follow Pitt basketball my whole life. Uh, they were plus four and a half at home. Yep. And North Carolina covered big time. Yeah. So what did Ryan do last night, In He sends me a screenshot of the final score. No words. Just, oh, yeah, just let me leave that right there for you, Frank. <laughs> but you know what your response was? Yeah. I was you said do, you were going to do the same thing. I was going to do thing. the same thing, yeah. I knew, you, I knew you were going to do it. I wasn't surprised by it. So you have some breaking news about Tyreek Hill. No, there's no other woman accusing him of fathering a child. What is well, it? Well, I mean, one of the women might have set his house on <laughs> might fire. Might have pulled a Lisa Left Eye Lopez, which she did to Andre Risen, burned his house down. The, uh, the rapper from TLC, Andre Risen, all pro from... Uh, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, my. Okay, so there you go. Wow, you got video feed up. Firefighters battling a fire at Tyreek Hill's Southwest Ranch's home. Wow, that's a big house and a big <laughs> fire. Yeah, he had, to, he had to leave practice early to go deal with this. I understand that. Okay, so he's at – now, if I'm the guy at practice and says your house is on fire, I go, all right, well, let me know when it's out. I'll go back. What are you, what are you going back for? What, are you going to stand there and go, what do you, what do? You do? Would I'd stay at practice because this game's important. You don't have any valuables in your house. You get the worry about your family. Yeah, he doesn't have his family spread out all over the country. <laughs> um, I guess you leave. Yeah, I guess. But I might be like, hey, you know, it's a big game against Buffalo. I'm sticking around, my boys, and we're gonna practice, practice, practice. And I guess you gotta go. So uh, no causes. Now, are you insinuating there could be foul play, Ryan? <laughs> no. Ryan, are you have, going on no, record I have, right I have now? No idea. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was gonna do the the McAfee. But Aaron Rodgers, did you see that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was going to say I that did. I don't know anything about that. And I that, saw but... Jimmy Kimmel's response, and January 22nd, we'll know who's right or wrong. But yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's something we don't want to even anyway, get into that. Yeah. That was ugly. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, we got a couple minutes to kill here. Uh, Brock Bowers, yes or no, Bears? We talked about that. Yeah. I and mean, the New Jersey Devils. Can you bring up, you pull up New sure. Jersey Devil name? Hi, folks. Buy a timeshare. Okay. All right. <laughs> People walking by the studio. Uh, we want to point out, that there's a lot of great things here at the South Point. Uh, there's we we were taking a we were walking around after we ate lunch. There's a championship bowling arena up there. There's a bowling alley. We got movie theaters, steak and shake. There's 11 restaurants. And if you ever need a 24 hour, seven day a week Starbucks, it's here at the South Point. If you're craving your your drink now, the sports book right now is filling in. Still got the Christmas tree up. It's coming down soon. You got to come down to the South Point sports book. It's a lot of fun. Great place to watch a game, or you can bet the horses over there. And uh, Sports by the Book will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow. And I will be on the show tomorrow. We're, we're doing something. We don't know yet, right? Tomorrow at 3.40. So that'll be uh, exciting. And what we like to do on my hits, which we call the hit, my interview portion of the show, uh, I, I show you features around the, ho the hotel. So come back tomorrow, and uh, I'll mention it again. But make sure you watch Sports by the Book. And you should watch Jeff and his crew every day. If you want real betting analysis, we're, we're goofballs here. Ryan knows what he's talking about half the time. I, I know nothing. So I just bet overs and I, I bet with my heart. But we enjoy you watching the show. But if you want real analytical stuff and you want some guys who are experts on numbers, uh, watch Sports by the Book. Although Kaluch gave a good pet. To, I'm going to take the Devils tonight. A little something to watch, right? There's nothing on. Yeah. Uh, Mass Singer's no longer on on Wednesdays. <laughs> I just outed myself and said I watch Mass Singer on Wednesday. I do. I like it. I enjoy it. Is that like when Antonio thing. Brown lost his mind? Who? Antonio Brown. Oh, Antonio Brown, he was on the show. Yeah, yeah. season one, I think he was yeah. the first one unveiled. Yeah, that's when I was like, okay, this guy, this is a mass singer. Uh, what did you find out about the New Jersey Devil? So it's like a like a dragon thing. It's a dragon. There's some, people uh, say they've spotted some sort of devil monster around New Jersey. It's something like that. It's yeah. very, very odd. Let me, let me get the picture. It's maybe not that interesting. Oh, you got a picture? Well, it's, it's Wikipedia. So. It's Wikipedia. I mean, I don't. Which, know. by the way, hey, Wikipedia, I love you and I use you a lot. I feel guilty that I haven't given them three dollars and seventy-five cents. Is that popping up <laughs> yeah, for everybody? Yeah, keeps asking. Every yeah, time I log on to Wikipedia, yeah. they're like, "Look, we haven't gone public. Give us three dollars." You know what? I should do it today. And do we have petty cash? We'll add it to the pop tart. Put it to my petty cash tab. 
which is up to $10 with my Pop-Tarts. All right, anything on the devil? It disappeared. Let's see if anyone... On this day, Paul, uh, Reno Paul's telling me Troy paid, played his last game with the Steelers eight years ago, that looks like and it. the defense has not been the same. Cool. I'll work on a Frank Mary kill game for you, Frank Mergy, Joey B. Laugh out loud, Joey. We love watching the Very show. Pixelated. Lucky man, all our regulars. Uh, please share the show. Bob Dalsell. Bob Dalsell, again, pointing out that I hate movies that have swords, suits of armor, or uh, kings with kings giving a speech. Thou shalt doth come down, fury! I hate that stuff. You didn't like Gladiator? No. Gla By the way, Gladiator, not that good of a movie. It did not deserve to win Best Picture. I remember when my friend Chris, they came back, yeah, it was all right. And then it won Best Picture. Come on. It's all right. I saw it once, but again, Gladiator, I don't have swords. I need the advent of electricity in a movie. Westerns are permissible. So, all right. Any New Jersey devil who gives a shit. Anyway, I'm allowed to. Oh, there it is. Yeah. It looks like Brock Bowers. <laughs> I know I'm looking at the wrong screen. That's so that's the New Jersey Devil <laughs> slash Dragon, correct? Yeah, it also looks like it has like a goat head. Well, I mean, th there's some wild parties in the woods in New Jersey. You never know what goes on there. It could have been a goat and a dragon and a devil. But anyway, that's how the New Jersey <laughs> Devil got their names. They're minus 180, according to uh, Dwayne Kaluch. I'm going to take the demo. I'll take the Devil's Light tonight. A little something to watch. There you go. All right. All right. We appreciate you guys watching. Tomorrow is Thursday. Show number too. 60. Our Babe Ruth show, Babe Ruth 60 Home Runs. Babe Ruth will probably also be on the show Friday. A lot of Babe Ruth coming up this week. We'll explain later when we do that. Um, Jeff Parles will be here tomorrow and uh, somebody else probably. So we appreciate you guys watching. My name's Frank Nicotero. That's Ryan, Jerry, Andrew filling in on, uh, what, was <laughs> what is Andrew's title? Audio. Audio. He's doing audio. Oh, well, he's the one who makes me sound so good. What was your nickname for him? Uh, his nickname, Andrew? Oh, everyone knows it's Drew Dog. <laughs> Drew Dog on home day. Punchlines, live in Nevada. Every show. See ya. Home day.